Ketubot Daf Nun Dalet. The last thing we were discussing was the Gemara had a series. Of, we said there was going to be five questions on the Hayuv of Mezonot. We first asked what would be the Deen of, of a Mema'inet. Does she get Mezonot from her father or not? Then we asked the daughter of a Yabama, does she get Mezonot from the, only from her, uh, her, her mother's first husband or from her actual dad? Then we asked the third question, if a man married a Sheniyala Arayot, which is a Surumid Rabbanan, does, she get, does the girl get the food from her father's assets or not? And we asked the fourth question, if a person was with his Arusa, had a daughter, and then he died, does she get her mezonot from uh, from her father or not? Since uh, the question is, when does her mother's ketubah take into effect? The last three questions ended off in a teko, and with that, we're going to start Nundalit Amud Aleph with the fifth question, and that is on line seven by the two dots, where it says, Ba'ir of Papa. Of Papa asked the question, Bat Anusa, if a person was honest and Na'ara and then he had to marry her. So he's forced to marry her, Al Pidin Torah, and she had a girl. And then he died. Yesh la mezonot or en la mezonot? Does she have mezonot or not? And the Gemara explains. According to Rabbi there's no question. For sure she gets mezonot. Because the mother at least has a ketubah mane. The question is, they say, Yatsa Kesef Kenasa Biktubata. She doesn't get a Ktuba anymore because that fine money is the is the her Ktuba. My so what would be the din according to Rabbanan? Kevan de let la ktuba. Since the mother doesn't have a ktuba, let la mezonot. Therefore, the daughter doesn't have uh, she doesn't get mezonot from her father's assets. Or dilma ktuba tamamai. Or maybe what's the whole din of a ktuba? So this is why a person doesn't find it easy to divorce his wife. Over here, he's not allowed to divorce her. The pasuk says lo send her out the, the entire life. And therefore, all the rights and all the zechuyot from the ketubah she gets. Okay, the money she got, but everything else she still gets. And therefore, her daughter could still get mezonot afterwards. And the Gemara ends off with a teko. We're not sure. Next, we learn in the Mishnah, that one of the chiyuvim that automatically come in the ketubah, whether it was written or not, is as long as this woman is sitting in his house after he passes away, she gets mezonot from his assets. And Taninav Yosef, Bebeti, means if he has an actual house, the, the boys have to let her have a spot in the house for her to live in. Uh, that's out of respect. Velo Bebikti, but not if it's a tent. If it's one of these small little huts, they don't have to let her have a place. Rather, she can go back home to her father, Aval Mezone Itla, but she does get mezonot, even though she's going to live by her parents. Once she moves out, she doesn't even get mezonot. not like that. Rather, if she's moving out to her parents' house because there's no room in this house, then she still gets mezonot. And the Gemara brings another din over here. If they told this almana to get married, and she agreed. And la mezonot. At that point, she doesn't get mezonot from her first husband's assets, because what we're understanding from the ketubah is, as long as she's sitting in the, her original husband's house out of his kavod, then okay, then she continues eating from his assets. But the minute that she's not connected to that kavod anymore, then she doesn't get from his assets anymore. 
So now the Gemara asks the question, Halonit Paisa, let's say someone proposed to her, wants to get married to her, and she said, no, she's not interested in you, she doesn't like this guy. Um, she has nothing to do with her husband, or her first husband, rather just this guy, uh, she doesn't want to be married to him. Yeshla Mezonot, does she get Mezonot at that point? Or do we say, listen, at that point she doesn't care about her original husband anymore, uh, she now just doesn't want to get married to this guy because she just doesn't like him. What would be the halakha? Does she get Mezonot or not? So I got the perush from Moshmuel. Depends what she answered the guy. Listen, if she if she says, listen, I, I can't marry right now because I'm still in love with my original husband. I didn't forget about him. Then yesh la mezonot. She gets her mezonot. If she if she tells the guy, just no, you're disgusting. I don't want to be married to you. And la mezonot. Uh, then she doesn't get mezonot anymore from her uh, husband's uh, her husband's assets because she shows she doesn't care about her husband's uh, kavod anymore. And amar of hazda zinta in la mezonot. If this almana was with uh, some random stranger, she shows that uh, you know she wants to get married and she doesn't care about her original husband, and therefore she doesn't get mezonot anymore. Namar of Yosef ki hala upirkesaf. She already put on uh, that blue on uh, on her eyes for makeup, and she. Uh, fixed up her hair at that point in la mezonot because that's it she's looking to get uh, married and she doesn't care man de amar zinta arav has that said it's big uh, it all depends if she was mezana if she's with another man all the more so if she put uh, makeup on you could see she's trying to get married and therefore she loses the mezonot man de amar according to the one who said that she put on makeup did her hair Abazinta eat life. She was mezana. She still gets mezonot. My tama. So what would be the reason? Because yetsar answer. I was just a yetsar. She really doesn't want to get married. Just she wants to be with someone. And the gemara ends off. All these amoraim halachas not like it. Rather elakihade amar of Yudama Shumuel. The lady who comes to betin and says, "I need my, my money." She doesn't get mezonot anymore. And the Gemara asks, Velo, really? She doesn't get her mezonot anymore? Didn't we say that if a lady sold her ketubah, an almana, who's getting money from her husband's assets, if she sold her ketubah to someone else, or if she uh, put it as a collateral for money that uh, she borrowed, or she said that the ketubah money or the land that she's supposed to get for ketubah, she made it a point of extracting payment for for a loan that she took out from someone else. At that point, she doesn't get food anymore from her husband's assets. Meaning, these three cases, but if a lady comes to Betin and says, hey, I want my ketubah money, no, she doesn't lose mezonot. The Gemara pushes off, no. No. Whether she came to Betin or not come to Betin, she lost her her mezonot. Tobat, when she's coming to Betin to get her ketubah money, Betin in Betin If it's in Betin, that means it was done all professionally and or with an organized lawyers and everything. Then okay, then she loses everything. But if it wasn't Betin, could be just talking, and uh, therefore she doesn't lose her mezonot. Next, we learned in the Mishnah Vechachayu Anshe Yerushalayim, the people of Yerushalayim, that uh, the woman continues eating from her husband's assets after he died until she marries someone else, and the people of Galil used to do that, and the people of Yerushalayim used to write, it's until the Yatomim just want to give her a ketubah and say, that's it, we're done with you. And Itmar, Rav Amar Halacha Kanshe Yehuda, Rav said Halacha is like uh, the people of Yehuda, Shmuel Amar Halacha Kanshe Galil, the Halacha is like...
the people of uh, Galil, and Babel v'chol parvadaha, the people of Babel and everyone near it, Nahul Kerav, they're noheg like Rav, which the halachas like Rabbi Yehuda, but the Yatomim have the option of giving her ketubah money and letting her go, Nahad'a v'chol parvadaha, Nahad'a and everyone around it, Nahul Kishmuel, their posek like Shmuel, like the people of Yerushalayim and people of Galil, that when she gets married at that point, she loses the mezonot she got from her original husband. And the Gemara brings off a story about uh, this halakha. He bat Mahoza. There was a girl uh, from the area of Mahoza, which was next to Bavel. She got married to a guy from Nehardea. The guy passed away. She was getting a mezonot from the, her husband's assets, and the Yorshim wanted to give her her money, and you know, they don't want to feed her anymore. So they came in front of Rav Nachman, Rabbi, what do we do? So Rav Nachman understood that she comes from the place called Mahoza. So Amar Lehu, Rav Nachman told the people that Babel in Babel and all the entire area holds like Rav, who holds like Anshe Yehuda, you could give her her Ketubah money and say, we're not feeding you anymore. But she was married to a person from Nehardi'an. It's different. If that's the case, then Nehardi'an uh, and everyone else around it holds like Shmuel, and you can't just uh, give her to buy money and send her off. It's until she gets married. And the Gemara asks, So at what point, where on the map is considered Nehardi'a for this halacha? So the Gemara explains, until the area where they measure for the wheat that's considered part of Nehardea. So I guess there was a wheat field and there was a line over there. This is part of Nehardea, this is part of Babel, whatever is considered part of Nehardea, that's the line. And the Gemara brings another mahluket of Amoraim in regarding the halakha of getting the ketubah, itmar. This is regarding an almana who lost her husband, she is coming to Betin, she wants to get her Ketubah Mani We assess everything, including the clothing on her, meaning if she she has jewelry on her, she has clothing on her, whatever it's worth, we're going to count that part of the Ketubah. And Shmuel says, we don't assess what's actually on her. Shmuel holds, Part of the husband's hiyuv is to clothe her. So whatever clothing she has on her is not included in the ketubah money. And amara v'hiyah baravin v'hilufah bilakit. It's exact opposite with an employee. Employee working by a person, he clothes him, uh, he buys him clothing. When he goes out free and it's time to pay, um, before he gets his wages, we also assess the clothing that he has on him. Although he bought for him because he's working by him, over here, Shmuel would say, listen, the husband and his wife, the husband has to take care of his wife. The, the, the owner or the employer does not have to uh, clothe the employee. So we're going to count that as part of his wages. And Rav holds that you don't count that as part of the wages. Rav holds the only reason he gave her clothing is that you're my wife, you're here in the house, so I have to clothe you. But, but uh, an employee, uh, he's, not, he's only here with me a couple hours a day, so the clothing I gave him is not part of what I owe him. It's just an extra. Now, that was Rav Baravin. Rav Kahana Matne Vechen Balakit. Rav Kahana holds, no, it's the same mahluket as uh, as the employee and employer, that according to Rav, you count what's on him, and according to uh, Shmuel, you don't count what's on him. 
And Rav Kahana has a siman in all this. Umanach v'simana. Yatma ve'armalta shalach ufuk. A yatom, which is really the employee. When he goes out, he goes out like a yatom with nothing. Ve'armalta is an almana. Shalach means to take off their clothing. We're, we're going to count their clothing. So we're going to count whatever they're wearing. Ufuk. And then send them out. The Gemara ends off with the halakha. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said, even though we learned in the Mishnah, Kevatadi Shmuel like Shmuel, we learned it's a Mishnah in Masechet Arachin that we don't uh, assess the the clothing that's on a almana when we're giving her ktuba. Still, halcheta Kevatadi Rav halchaz like Rav. The Tanan. If a person is makdish whatever he has to the beta megdash, if a person says whatever I'm worth, I'm going to give to the beta megdash. We're not going to assess whatever his wife is wearing or whatever his kids are clothing. Not any clothing that he already dyed uh, for his children, for his wife. And not for new uh, shoes that he bought for his wife and children. And So if we have a Mishnah over here like Shmuel, then why is Halakha like Rav? They told him, Really, if you look at it at first glance, Halakha is like Shmuel. However, when you, you be ma'ayin in it, really the halakha is like Rav. And it's not arguing on Rav. It's exactly halakha. My tama, what do you mean? So, when, according to Rav, when he gave her clothing, it's that, you know, she's his wife, this is her clothing. But he never counted it as, uh, you know, when you get divorced, you, you could take it with you and go. When he when a husband buys his wife clothing, he buys it so his wife could look good. But for her to be someone else's wife or to have to be free, that's not the reason that he gave her clothing. And therefore, we're going to assess the clothing that she has. Now, by Masichet Arachin, she's still his wife. So therefore, it's her clothing. And that's what he meant. He meant to give it to her because she's still his wife. And the Gemara brings a story with this. Kalta de Be Bar Eliashiv. The wife of the son of Barad Yashiv, she was an almana. She came to the Tomim. She asked for the Ketubah money. So she wanted to bring them to Betin so she could get the Ketubah. The Yatomim said, It's not nice, it's a disgrace for us to come to, to, to Betin with this clothing. The, she was wearing regular clothing. She, they wanted her to come in looking sharp so they, they could count that uh, as part of the Ketubah money. So, so she went, she brought all her clothing with her. They came to, to Rabina. And he said to them, that when it comes to Almana, we count whatever she's wearing. So they were able to get her to wear better clothing, and this way they'll count it uh, uh, to subtract from the ketubah. And the Gemara brings another story. A person was dying, he was a shechiv mera, and he asked the, the, the children over there, I want you to buy a nice dowry for my uh, daughter. And I guess at the time it was worth, let's say, a hundred. And zal nedunya. Now, the same nedunya, whatever he asked for specifically, is now worth fifty. It, it became worth less. And said that this is a gain for the Yetomim. 
We don't say we go by whatever it was worth at the time she gets 100. No, we're going to say, listen, whatever the average uh, girl gets a dowry, whatever he asked for, he asked for one, two, and three, four, five things. She gets those three, five things, and that's it, even, even if it's worth less. And the Gemara brings another story. There was a Shechiv Mera, a person passing away. He told his children before he passed away. Take 400 zoos worth from this wine and give it to the, my daughter. What happened? The wine became worth more. And Amar of Yosef, whatever is worth more goes to the Yatomim. She gets her 400, that's it. And uh, then she goes out free. She doesn't get more just because it became worth more. And the relatives of Rabbi Hanan, their father was married to someone. And the problem with her was the Havakam of Saddam she was eating a lot of the food. It was going to waste. And Atulik Amid Rabbi Hanan, they came to Rabbi Hanan to try to figure out what to do. Amar lehu, ezilu ve'imru le'lavuchon din yached la'ara'alim zona. Go tell your father. I guess he was a shechiv merah. He was deathly ill. Tell your father to separate a certain land, to designate a certain land that she's going to get her mizonot from. Meaning it will be done with idim and everything, and she's going to accept that this is the land she's going to eat from, and that's it. She can't get from anywhere else. Atule kamed deresh lakish. They came to deresh lakish. Amar lehu koshiken sheribala mizonot. He said opposite. Once you gave her a certain area, now she could uh, even get more mizonot. Meaning, if whatever money is not enough, then she's be able to take from the karka. Meaning, once there's a karka connected to that ktuba, her ktuba became much stronger. They told him, we went to ask Rabbi Yohanan. He didn't say that. Explain them. Zilu havula, go give her, give her mizonot from everything. Ve'ilo, and if you don't feed her correctly, mapikna lechu Rabbi Yohanan meunachem. Take that Rabbi Yohanan out of your ears. Meaning, I'm going to force you to give her the food, whether you like it or not. Atule kamed Rabbi Yohanan. They came to Rabbi Yohanan and told them what Rabbi said. What can I do? He's arguing with me. I was explained by Rabbi Hanan what he meant with that piece of land that they should give her. If he said that this land is for her to eat from, then yeah, you gave her too much. Like Rashlaki said, if he said those words, Meaning that land should be specified that she could only take from this uh, land her food. Then katsas la mezonot. At that point, he set her a limit to how much she could eat. Meaning this is the land that she could only extract payment for her mezonot nowhere else. And now you capped her off. Hadran alach na'ara. Now we're starting the fifth perik of Masechet Ketubot. The famous perik Afalpi. And the Mishnah starts, Afalpishya Amru, even though Hachamim said, Betula Gova Mataim, the Almana Mane, that Betula, her Ktuba is Mataim, 200, and Almana is 100. Still, Imratzale, Osif, Afilu Mea Mane, Osif, if a guy wants to add even 100 Mane, go ahead, it's up to you. Nit Armela, or Nit Garsha, if she became a widow or she was divorced, Ben Mine Rusin, Ben Mine Suin, Kovatakol, whether she's still engaged, whether they got married, she gets everything. The me'am, uh, the, the mane'om ataim, or the whatever he added. Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah Omer, 
Depends. Mina Nisuin, if they got married, then Gova Takol, and she gets everything. Mina Irusin, if they were engaged, Betula Gova Matayim Valmana Mane. Betula gets 200, the regular, meaning the regular base of the, of the Ketuba money. The, the Betula 200, Almana Mane. Shelokatav la el Alminat Konsa. When he wrote her that extra money, or whatever extra in the Ketuba, that Tosef Ketuba, that was just as long as they got married. I, I don't want to give it to her when we were engaged. A man could write a regular ketubah to his wife for 200. She could write back, I already received 100. And this way he only has to, to give a betula 100 instead of 200. And you could do the same thing with almana. Say, you write a regular ketubah that you, you gave her 100. And she could say, I already accepted 50. Meaning, you uh, you could get away with half. Rabbi Meir says, uh, I don't go for this whole uh, forgiveness thing. Write one thing, give another receipt. I don't like that. If you're, if it's less than 100, 200, like Takanat Hakamim, it's a Bailad Znut, meaning they're not even married. And the Gemara starts, we learned in the Mishnah that a person could add to the Ketubah as much as he wants. Pshita, well, obviously, a person could be Mahayev himself uh, whatever he wants. A person can obligate himself to owe anyone whatever he wants. So the Gemara explains, I would have thought that when Hakamim said Mane Matayim, they meant only Mane Matayim, nothing else. Why? This is why we don't embarrass the person who doesn't have. There's a lot of poor people getting married out there. They can't afford uh, to, to add to the Ketubah what the other guy did. Kamash Malan, no, that, we're not worried about that. If a guy wants to add, go ahead, add. And here you get into a very interesting Mahlokit. According to the Ran, you don't have to worry about anybody else. And you could write that tosefet in the ketubah. So you could, let's say, write the regular matayim that you're supposed to give a betulah and say, I'm going to add on top of this another, let's say, 200. Altogether, it's 400. Not a problem. That's the way the Ran brings it up. A very, very fascinating... Mordechi says, no, we have to worry about other people's feelings, and therefore if you want to add, then you add another shtar, you write another ketubah and say, this is an addition to the first ketubah, because we are worried about other people's feelings. And the Shulchan Aruch is posek, like the Ran, we, it doesn't make a difference, but the Ramah does bring down that uh, Mordechi, but he brings it as a Yesh Omrim, and if Kamina would be exactly how to write the Ketubah, there's that one line in the in the Ketubah that's been argued about a lot. Uh, whatever it is, I'm going to give you your worth as a Betula, whatever, 200 that is ra'uit to you from the Torah. And here's the question, is it from the Torah, is it not from the Torah? And the Ma'as said today, we just write everything in one ketubah. We say, this is what she brought in, and this is, I'm giving this much corresponding to that. And then he's adding from him X amount, and then he says, Sacha kol, the total sum would be, and he writes uh, the ketubah, and then everyone signs it. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem, le'olam, amen, ve'amen.